It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. Week 12, Thanksgiving week of the 2021 NFL season. What Thanksgiving means for me is I just have to pack more work into a shorter window of time. Hi, Edwin. Welcome to the Fantasy Points Podcast. It is Edwin Porras, Joe Dolan here as we do our weekly injury recap of uh, of fantasy-relevant injuries, uh, fantasypoints.com and the Fantasy Points Podcast. Hello, everyone. I hope everybody is getting ready for Thanksgiving. I hope everybody is enjoying themselves. And I hope that you did not suffer an MCL sprain this week like the rest of the human population. Uh, According to Edwin, uh, basically everything that's out there uh, this week, that seems to be the injury du jour of week 12. That's right. That's right. Thank you for having me on again, Joe. I am excited to chat about these injuries. Um, You know, I guess you could say that the Bills, they took a buffalo size dump this weekend didn't they? oh god oh it's a terrible pun but yes i mean it was also awful uh, i mean just a horrible game by them they've got to start to uh to uh figure things out you know when it has when the it's... league figured out josh allen joe let's go that direction <laughs> well you know here's the thing he's not playing as like purely as he did last year and i i, I go back to the to the comment that uh, Brandon Staley made earlier in uh, this season, and I, I'm just going to keep coming back to that comment because it makes a ton of sense to me. It just kind of seems like, you know, Buffalo is incapable of running the ball, and sometimes he, everybody everybody on planet Earth knows that the more efficient way to play is by throwing the football, okay? Nobody's going to deny that right now. But they're a team that just cannot run it, and Brandon Staley said earlier this year, you know, sometimes you just need to punch somebody in the mouth, and Buffalo is not capable of doing that right now. That's right. I think Zach Moss had half of a PPR point. Matt Burrito was, well, I don't know what was going on there. Uh, you have Devin Singletary. I don't know who. I don't know what's going on, man. That's that's a, that's a very perplexing offense to take a look at. They just refuse to run the ball. But yeah, that's a good point. You, you there has to be some sort of physicality at the line just to move the chains for game flow purposes and make the pass more efficient and they're just not doing it yeah and uh i mean they've had offensive line injuries too so that certainly doesn't help matters anyway um let's talk about some of these uh these injuries and let's start with the the mcl bros edwin because there's a bunch of guys dealing with knee injuries and three of them are on the saints and one of them played the saints this week Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, Adam Troutman, Jordan Howard. It seems just from what has been reported thus far that Troutman is the most severe of these. Um, Are these all MCL sprains? What have you seen? What have you heard? What can we expect in terms of a a, a return to play? So we'll start with the least severe. And this is the one, Ingram's the one that I need to go back and double check on just to look at the mechanism and and make sure that we're talking, you know, that we're on the same page. It seems like the Saints are just holding him out. He was still limited. He was an estimated limited yesterday, which is a good sign. Not necessarily the best sign, right? Cordero Patterson, Patterson last week was was limited on a Monday, but this tends to, this seems to be like they're just sort of taking their time with Ingram. So it seems to be the least severe the next the most severe would obviously be Troutman who's reported already going to be out four to six weeks which makes sense because these 
typically are a, a three to five week injury for the pass catchers. That one makes sense. Unfortunately, um, he was he was headed to the moon. He was going to do it. And then he got hurt. That's always seems to be what happens. Alvin Kamara. This one's a little more difficult to pinpoint because Alvin Kamara had what appeared to be an MCL um, a couple of weeks ago now at this point, and he tried to come back in a limited fashion. We don't know a couple of things, Joe. We don't know if he took contact and he exacerbated the knee, Alvin Kamara, or if he came back and simply was not ready. Initially, to me, this seemed like it was an Aaron Jones type of severity of an MCL. It seemed like maybe one or two weeks, let it rest. But instead, he tried to come back somewhere in between one to two weeks. And now we're sitting here scratching our heads, wondering if Alvin Kamara is going to play on Thursday again. I would be surprised if he does play on Thursday. If he does play, it's not he's not going to be at 100 um, percent. These these MCL sprains are extremely painful. If you can think and imagine of a thousand butter knives, very, very slowly jabbing you consistently on the inside of your knee. That's what an MCL sprain feels like, Joe. So this is a painful injury to play through. I'd be surprised if Kamara goes on Thursday. And honestly, and I was talking to, uh, about this on Twitter with Rich Rebar, we'll get more clarity. We don't know how bad the exacerbation is, and the Saints typically don't talk about injuries a lot. Um, but we'll feel good about him not going on IR starting this week. That's mm-hmm. how concerned I am for the severity. I'm not confirming it. I'm not saying it's that severe. But I'll feel really good when Thursday night kicks off and they haven't put him on the IR. And and then, of course, I mean, Troutman, this one, this one is borderline season ending. Adam Schefter said four to six weeks. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what what you get. Schefter's usually on it um, with these reports. And if you think of, you know, somebody like Jarvis Landry, who it took him, I think, about five weeks for him to come back. Uh, You think of Clyde Edwards Alaire, who it was six weeks and he came back this week. So. These are, yeah, man, these, these injuries heal on their own. The MCL is great blood supply, as you and I have discussed, as your research has shown, Joe. And yeah. they just, but they just take time. And um, we just saw you, uh, right before we came on air, I got you the Jordan Howard injury. And Eagle fans are upset about this one because he's been kind of, uh, you know, with along with the offensive line and just the play calling, kind of a catalyst for their, their run game. He's a downhill runner. And he it looked like he took a helmet to the knee, Edwin. I don't know if you can see anything beyond that. But the pain that he was in uh, seemed to indicate MCL to me because, as you you and I have discussed, MCLs are generally more painful in the immediate than the ACL. Right. And what it looked like on video, and obviously this doesn't have 100% hit rate, but what it looked like to me, his feet were never in the close chain position. In other words, never planted, like you mentioned. Um, And he took a flying helmet right to the knee. Those MFers can be just as painful as just about any other effing injury. I mean, he landed, hit the ground, and he did land awkwardly on his head, but he immediately flung his helmet off and was pounding the ground um, because he took that shot directly right to the knee. Mm-hmm. We don't think this is extremely serious. However, Nick Sariani already said, like, oh, no, he's not playing. Like, he's out this week. Yeah. Um, so I guess if I can paint the floor, the picture of, of the worst-case scenario – the worst case scenario is that this is a deep bone bruise and it's deep into uh, into the the joint and it's a Justin Fields type injury from earlier this year. It's one of the or I'm sorry, uh, an Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton type injury from earlier this year. That would probably be the worst case scenario. I would plan right now for a two to three week absence for Jordan Howard just conservatively. 
Okay. Well, they have a bye in week 14, so there you go. I mean, it, so week 12, week 13, he could do the Aaron Jones route, take two weeks off, get a bye, get an extra week, he's in there for the home stretch. So that's certainly possible for Jordan Howard, which I, I think makes Miles Sanders, even though he can't hold on to the football, extremely valuable in these next couple of weeks. You mentioned Justin Fields. Edwin and uh, they play on Thanksgiving and it sure doesn't look like Justin Fields is going to be out there. Uh, uh, Andy Dalton is expected to start. It is a rib injury for Justin Fields. Yeah. And these ribs injuries, man, you really hate to see them. The initial tests on fields were the x-rays were negative. They didn't find any fractures. Um, He might undergo an MRI to double check, but regardless, these are extremely painful injuries, man. Um, These are, these are hard to breathe through. Um, You know, funny enough, I actually had a coughing fit once when I was like, like choked on like some water. That's how athletic I am, Joe. Um, and I like, I like sprained an intercostal muscle. And for the next like few days, I was like, oh my God, this is terrible. There's no way I could do anything athletic right now. So these dudes are warriors, man. Every NFL player is just ridiculous. So um, these are going to be, this is going to be something they're probably just protecting him. Uh, I don't know what kind of seat Matt Nagy's on. You would presume it's a hot seat. Uh, he, who knows what they're going to do at this point, but yeah, for at least for this week, don't expect Justin Fields out. And, um, yeah, maybe he, he'll be out until, well, the bears already had their buy, haven't they? Yes. Yeah. So the bears have had their buy. This might be about a two, three week, uh, injury for Justin Fields as well. Monkey knife fight is the fastest growing daily fantasy sports site on the planet. It is a daily fantasy sports operator offering a unique style of player props. One of the things we really love about MKF is that you simply don't have to spend all day analyzing salaries to create that one lineup that finally makes you a millionaire like other sites. The third biggest operator in DFS offers all the major sports plus UFC, golf, esports, soccer, and constantly adds new sports to the mix to help keep things fresh for their more than 200,000 users. College football arrived in fall of 2021 and bowling, tennis, and even fishing could be coming soon pick a sport select a game matchup pick your fantasy contest you know more or less rapid fire stat shootout i've been crushing the more or less edwin choose your buy-in and news users can use the code fantasy points fantasy pts that's fantasy pts to claim an instant 100 deposit match up to 100 dollars. i did it myself probably shouldn't have said that but you can do that new users also receive a free five dollars just for signing up Head to monkeyknifefight.com and download the app on the App Store or Google Play Store. And you can also find out more information on the Fantasy Points homepage. Tyler Boyd got banged up, Edwin. I don't know if I saw this. What what did uh what happened to Tyler Boyd? Who actually, for the first time, I think maybe this season, led the uh led the Bengals in receiving. Yeah, so Tyler Boyd came up and was cramping. He had to go to the locker room to get an IV. This is unlikely to be something that carries over into the next week, although it can. Um, they're going to get him fluids this week. They're going to tell him to get hydrated. They're going to give him your old Pedialyte, Joe. They're probably going to feed him some Pedialyte at, like at meals. Um, who knows? What's your favorite flavor, Joe? Pedialyte. Uh, actually, the fruit punch. I'm I'm a fake grape guy. I do like fake grape. Um, but the fruit punch Pedialyte is the best. Yeah. So they'll probably be just just giving him some some fluids, and th- this is this is likely something that's just temporary. It's going to go away. But I will say, Joe, I I laugh to myself how uh, many of the subscribers have tweeted at me, have mentioned me in the Discord, have told me that the kombucha trick, the tea for hangovers, has worked for them, which is hilarious. I think that's really funny. 
Uh, remember, this is not medical advice. If you should drink yeah. kombucha tea or whatever, or you should maybe drink alcohol in the first place, go consult your doctor. But I'll say I, I've I've enjoyed I've enjoyed those interactions the most this year. So what kombucha? I've never had it. It just kind of like always seemed gross to me. What does it taste like? Uh, it tastes like a really fizzy tea i mean it tastes like a cold fizzy tea that 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 you, exactly you'd imagine it. i mean it's not great don't get me wrong i'm not gonna sit here and drink kombucha all day um but it tastes like a really fizzy uh uh tea okay. that that's got different flavors i mean you can get strawberry there's apple crisp i mean there's all kinds of kombucha well, maybe there's a whole world you need to explore there maybe i'll try all right um uh two guys who might not play on thanksgiving actually one is guaranteed not to play but the cowboys i mean they've they've played two stinkers um in their last three games. And now they're going to have to go into Thanksgiving likely without Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. Yeah. So it's difficult for CeeDee Lamb to come out of the concussion protocol that quickly, simply because it's a nonlinear protocol, Joe. That means that he could be in phase two for two days. He can be in phase three, wake up the next day. He'll backpedal to, to phase two and he's got to start the process all over. This is a nonlinear situation. CeeDee Lamb has had one other concussion back when he was still at Oklahoma um, the clinical effects of that are likely pretty minimized at this point, considering it's been several years since it happened. Um, but it is something to keep in mind. So it's going to be hard for him to clear that hurdle. And then, of course, Amari Cooper, who is unvaccinated, it needs at least 10 days to clear the protocol. So he's not going to be there. I, I would hope, Joe, that this is for my for my fantasy roster purposes. I hope that it's Dalton Schultz season. Oh, well, I think it might have to be. I mean, uh, Dalton Schultz. uh Michael Gallup, uh, single game DFS players get get ready to get fired up on those. Uh, AJ Brown, he was dealing with multiple injuries in that game. Uh, uh, that stinker against the Texans. He left with a hand injury, comes back, then he gets hurt again. What did you see? Yeah, so this was a ribs issue again for AJ Brown, and. Man, I feel like we've had a lot of these this year. It's probably just my head. I, I feel like every year there's an injury. I'm like, oh, we've had a lot of those. Calf, I definitely know we've had more calves. But ribs, um, you think of these on the spectrum between earlier this season, Amari Cooper, and earlier this season, Rob Gronkowski. That's the spectrum, the full spectrum of ribs injuries. I mean, I guess really if you wanted to go that extreme, um, 2020 Drew Brees is really the 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 end of the on the opposite end of the spectrum. So this sounds like it's something that's a little less severe than that for AJ Brown, based on everything I'm reading and seeing it's again, his x-rays were negative. So it's really going to be a pain tolerance thing. Now, season longer, you're not going to sit AJ Brown, um, but he is at a moderate risk to sit at this point. So just be aware of the, of the practice reports. He's probably not going to practice on Wednesday, might not even practice on Thursday, um, but be aware of the actives and actives. He'll probably play with an injection, a block, to, uh, just to get him through the game. So he's definitely uh, moderate to highly volatile uh, in week. God, what are we in now? Week 12? This is week 12. Week 12. Um, and he is at a moderate risk to sit. I mean, the Titans, I saw the other day, Joe, I don't know if you saw the stat. They have had 83 players pass through their roster, which is the most in the NFL by like 20 dudes or something like that. They have the worst luck with injuries this year. No, oh, and I mean, uh, for analyzing them from a fantasy perspective is a nightmare as well. I mean, just like you're you're just trying to figure out some guy who might do something and then he gets hurt. Uh, Michael Carter from the Jets. Speaking of nightmares, uh, he's got a high ankle sprain. We have talked about high ankle sprains a ton on this program, but Michael Carter's got one. 
yeah, we can keep it short and sweet because it's the Jets in the first place. Um, three to four weeks is a report, which lines up with the data that I've cited on here plenty of times. It's about a three to four week injury, which sounds right. When he comes back, he might not be totally back. So, I mean, this is essentially at this point, Joe, um, he might come back for the home stretch for your playoffs. But if you've been relying on him, hoping that he was going to continue this little mini breakout um, for as your RB two or three, then, you know, that's kind of ruined at this point. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to Tom Brawley here in the second part of the podcast about some of the options you might have. And this is a bad bad sign. You, uh, and when you talked about the Bears having their bye, well, it was last week. It was it was a week ten bye. Allen Robinson comes out of the bye and doesn't practice all week and is out with a hamstring injury. Um, I don't know if you saw this uh, when it happened, but I can't imagine it's a good sign that he got the bye and still couldn't practice and get on the field. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you you said it. You hit, hit the nail right on the head. Um, Allen Robinson had a hamstring issue last year. It's obviously cropping up again this year. Those recurrences are are pretty high rate um, it, from year to year. So it's going to be tough for him to get on the field if he does get on the field. Um, it's going to be one of those instances where he's highly risky. And given everything we know about Allen Robinson and the Chicago Bears offense this year, I, it's not. I mean, I'm not going out on a limb here, Joe. I mean, I would say he's he's definitely not a must start. I would say I would oh, honestly God, bench yeah. him unless you're in deeper leagues. I mean, I, he's droppable in some leagues. I oh, mean, he's been droppable, hasn't he? Yeah. It's oh terrible. God, yeah. I mean, it's just been terrible. They can't throw the ball. I'll be honest. I mean, this this is like blasphemy to football Twitter, but like from a fantasy perspective, for the receivers, I prefer Andy Dalton. Like, I mean, wow. I started Justin Fields in a game, and, and look, he got hurt. I mean, like, I'm not going to hold that against him, but like. It was like pulling teeth to get him to complete a pass in that game. He completed four passes. Yeah, he's not blameless. That's for sure. I mean, he's like, I, he's I know like, Nagy, everybody wants him gone for, <laughs> for good reason. But I mean, isn't, isn't it weird the dichotomy between Daniel Jones and Justin Fields? I mean, and just Justin Fields is getting some blame. But even to this point, it's weird. I know this is I'm just it's a fresh on my mind because the Monday night game. Justin Fields is already getting more blame than Daniel Jones has gotten in like three years. Hey, it's bizarre. I just want to. Uh, throw well, that out there. I think if you're if you run in the circles that that we typically do, it, like I actually feel the opposite because I mean Daniel Jones is in his third year, so that also completely adds up to things. I mean he's been a starting quarterback for three years, so you're going to get more blame. Um, but I, I mean, people do hold it against Jason Garrett as well. But I think Nagy is the guy who's getting the mo- the, the majority of the heat. Yeah, that's certainly fair. from Bears that's fans. Fair. I mean, and, and I mean, that's not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, Matt Nagy. And no, no, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. But it, it's just kind of weird. I I'm still bitter because I started Justin Fields in a league and it was stupid. <laughs> and I shouldn't have done that. But uh, all right, Edwin, thank you so much, my friend. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at FB Injury Doc. You can subscribe to FantasyPoints.com using the code 21PORUS10, and that'll get you 10% off of the already super discounted price because, well, it's week 12. The season is almost over, but get in, get get in on our premium package, get the DFS optimizer, create your lineups using that, win some money. You will be glad you did. Edwin, thank you so much. Go take care of your patience, my friend. Thanks, man. Thank you to new dad, Ben Kukanis and Tom we were just sitting here. That's Tom Brawley, by the way. We were just sitting here off air talking about how the waiver wire is getting worse and worse every week. Um, let me tell you how bad our waiver wire is if you're not a subscriber at fantasypoints.com. And, and, uh, the article is great. Oh, thank you. What I mean is <laughs> what I mean is how hard it is to find people who are of consequence. Tom, our cover boy is Ty Johnson. Woo! Feel the excitement. Um, that's that's where we're at right now. Uh Tom, you 
you write up the waiver wire every week and you go through and uh, it actually kind of feels like this year there hasn't been a ton of obvious guys. Like the most obvious guy was in week one, Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. And now it's like, uh, now we're struggling, but yeah, uh, they're, they're, it, it, it's getting pretty brutal out there. Yeah. I mean, if you're desperately looking for help this week, uh, you got the Cardinals players or the Chiefs players on by. Although if you've been playing Cardinals like Kyler and DeAndre, you've basically been on by for a month here. Uh, so hopefully you already have good options behind them, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot out there that's going to be, there's no game changer ads this week. We'll yeah. put it that way. There's definitely guys that you can pick up like a Ty Johnson to fill in here. Uh, you know, there's some lesser wide receivers, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is trending in the right direction at quarterback, but, uh, yeah, if you're looking for somebody that's going to change your fortunes here, uh, heading in week 13, uh, week 12, I am trying to get ahead of myself here. Uh, week 12 and beyond here, uh, I, I just don't see it. Maybe, maybe Ty Johnson can be that guy. We'll, we'll, let's jump into him here, Joe. Uh, okay. Yeah, Michael Carter, I'm sure you talked with Edwin there, looking like he's going to be pro- – he's probably a strong candidate to be on the IR here. So probably going to be out through at least week 14. So uh, Tevin Coleman's going to be elevated here a bit. Oh, he's, he's been worthless for a couple of years here. He's probably going to get most of the, you know, probably the running down work. But uh, Ty Johnson's been kind of a factor anyway here, at least in passing situations. Maybe he gets uh, more opportunities there as well, gets a few more carries. He's certainly the most dynamic player they have. And, uh, you know, it's not like they have a, uh, a really tough upcoming schedule. Yeah, they, in fact, they have one of the easier upcoming schedules. They got the, the Texans coming up this week. Um, I think they have some interdivisional matchups coming up as well. Uh, I know they're they're one of the easier. They got the Eagles, Saints, uh, Dolphins, Jaguars, Buccaneers coming up here in the near future here. So uh, there, there's some matchups that they can have some success in here. So uh, you know, if you're really dying for help, or maybe you just had Michael Carter here, been rolling with him. He's been pretty steady. You know, low end RB two here the last uh, over the last month or so. Uh, Ty Johnson is probably the best option to get here. So hopefully Tevin Coleman doesn't step in here and like suck up like 12 carries for 24 yards every week. Yeah. I mean, Ty Johnson does have more receiving than rushing yards this year. I mean, from a fantasy perspective, I don't care about that. I play in PPR league, so I'll take that any day of the week. Uh, Boston Scott's another option on the waiver wire, Tom, because Jordan Howard, it looks like he's going to miss at least a week with the knee injury. The Eagles are all of a sudden they're the most prolific run team in the NFL which means there is op- opportunity for multiple running backs here. Miles Sanders is back, but Miles Sanders also had a fumble last week. Boston Scott's going to have an opportunity here. Yeah, honestly, you know, if I was just looking for one week, I need, just needed a guy to fill in for one game, I'd probably look more towards Boston Scott over Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson's probably the more uh, long, longer-term profile that you're hoping maybe breaks out a little bit with uh, Michael Carter being out. But if I just needed a one-week fill-in here, it looks like Jordan Howard will be out of the mix. Uh, for for a week, maybe two. Uh, so I think Boston Scott has a chance. You know, he stepped up and, uh, you know, saw, you know, 10 carries after Jordan Howard left. There's just been so much volume in this rushing attack recently. And you're right, Miles Sanders, you know, I think they're, they want him to be the guy. They, But, you know, it, he's a, on a little bit of thin ice at least. 
he did sit down for a bit after the fumble and uh, you know, so if he would make it back to back weeks or, you know, whatever with another fumble uh, you know, it could get a little hairy for him. So uh, Boston Scott, you know, I, I think he has a path to maybe uh, 12 carries this week. And uh, the way the, the Eagles running game is rolling right now, uh, you know, there's a chance that he could break off a long run or maybe score a touchdown. So I kind of like him probably a little bit more over Ty Johnson if you're just looking for a one-week fill-in guy. Uh, Tom, uh, let, let's talk about some guys uh, uh, who uh, – well, let's go to the quarterback position because Jimmy Garoppolo is playing pretty well right now. Um uh, but one of the options that we might have to just talk about on the podcast, because they don't actually fit our criteria for the waiver wire article, because I mean, if, yeah, I mean, let, let's make an extreme example here. If Patrick Mahomes is on your waiver wire, go pick him up. Like we're not writing that up, but what we do here is um, you write up guys who are less than 50% rostered on Yahoo leagues. That's kind of our standard. Cam Newton is right at the cusp. Um, but obviously there's, plenty of opportunity if you have cam newton uh at the very least it looks like he's going to produce i mean um as a runner maybe as a passer um he gave he gave uh dj Moore some life so certainly something to look at uh from from his perspective yeah he's probably gone in most 12 team like you know that 50 percent mark that's usually like an indication to me like that you know in probably 90 percent of 12 team leagues he's probably gone so uh, if you're playing in lesser formats, or you know, maybe he just uh, you know snuck through the uh, the cracks there over the last uh, week and a half or so, um, he's certainly viable here. He, I mean, we saw it. You know, he played just a handful of snaps in that first game against the Cardinals and scored two touch. You know, uh, a rushing touchdown through for a touchdown. Uh, and last week, uh, you know, wasn't you know wasn't anything spectacular through the air. We're not. That's not why we're picking up uh, Cam Newton. We're not looking for the uh, the gaudy passing numbers here out of him. But, you know, he ran 10 times uh, for 46 yards, and he added another rushing touchdown. So, you know, 26 fantasy points just like that. So uh, he's going to continue to run in this offense. Uh, you know, and there was a lot of talk last week that, you know, baby P.J. Walker would be, you know, because he hadn't had enough time to get the full playbook, so maybe P.J. Walker would be a, a, at least a little bit of a part-time player, have, uh, you know, take some plays if they're in obvious passing situations or whatever. Uh, and that wasn't the case. Cam Newton stayed in the game uh, for all four quarters and uh, got all the work. So Cam Newton is, you know, fringe low-end QB1 right now uh, with the way they're using him, with the way he's uh, being utilized at the goal line. Uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, struggling to go through here. You know what, Tom, here's what I'm going to do while I, I, I struggle to find somebody to talk about on the waiver wire. I'm going to tell you about thrive fantasy. You want to come prop up on thrive fantasy this football season. Thrive fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props with thrive. You can eliminate countless hours of research and focus on only the top tier athletes who have the biggest impact on the game. Choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. And each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props, rack up the most points, win a share of the prize pool. That easy. Thrive is over $140,000 guaranteed in prizes for NFL Week 12 and has already awarded over $4 million. Our staff at Fantasy Points will be posting their favorite Thrive Fantasy picks each week on the site. New users can use promo code FANTASYPOINTS, one word, when you sign up and will receive a 100% instant first deposit match up to $100. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Google Play Store or by visiting thrivefantasy.com. 
and tune into the Extra Points live stream every Sunday morning to find out some of our favorite Thrive Fantasy props for the day. Sign up and prop up today. Uh, okay, so let's go to uh, some of the way, uh, wide receivers. All right, this is just the uh, same deal as the Cam Newton thing. If Elijah Moore's out there, go get him. They increased his role. Yeah, he was 80% of the snaps. Uh, yeah, and we, yeah, he was one of the top uh, fantasy wide receivers last week. So, yeah, we've been kind of on him. We, I think we've probably mentioned him a couple times on this podcast the last couple of weeks. So, hopefully uh, you, you listened and you picked him up. He's looking like a potential wide receiver, too, you know, moving forward here with that big role change there. So, he is a must-add. He's up at, at 56% on Yahoo, which tells me that he's probably owned in most fit, uh, 12-man leagues. But uh, if you're playing in smaller formats, go pick him up. He's a, a guy that should be uh, 90% owned by the end of this week. <laughs> uh, uh, dare I even freaking say LaVisca Chanel? Oh, should we? Uh, yeah, Jamal Agnew uh, you know, had a nasty hip injury at the end of, end of the game last week. Maybe, you know, this this is the thing. Like, it, you know, we saw DJ Chark go down early this year. It's like, yeah, Chenault's going to get a, a nice roll bump. Uh, then they moved him to play on the perimeter, and they brought Jamal Agnew into the slot. So, uh, you know, are, are they going to utilize him? I, I don't know if I fully trust it. I don't know if I'm going to pick him up and throw him into a lineup this week. But he's at least like a... You, you add him, you maybe stash him on the bench for a week or two, see how he's used. Hopefully they bring him back into the slot. They did at least in week 11, uh, you know, with Jamal Agnew on the lineup. I think he was around 50% of the, 50% of his routes were out the slot last week, which is was a huge upgrade from what, you know, he had seen since DJ Chark left the lineup. Uh, he was, he was strictly slot, you know, when Chark was in the lineup. So uh, problem is, you know, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with that, third receiver spot you know maybe if Tavon Austin plays maybe they play him the slot so I'm not like totally convinced he's back to being a full-time slot player but uh he should be we'll see if they uh, this coaching staff optimally uses him but uh he's he's at worth at worst uh worth maybe uh an ad here this week you know if he's been dropped he's around 40 percent own ownership in Yahoo League so uh, you know, maybe he has a, a chance for some life here at the end of his second season. Um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he's he's clearly the number two receiver right now in Green Bay. Yeah, and Alan Lazard, was he's banged up with a shoulder injury right now. Um, yeah, Joe, you remember in the preseason, he was getting, uh, you know, some major hype out of Packers camp. He was really flashing. He was kind of distancing himself, distancing himself a little bit from the other receivers. And they played that Sunday night game against the 49ers, I think, in week two or week three. And he really uh, had a big game there. And then he pulled up lame with the hamstring injury and uh, knocked him out of the lineup for like five uh, five weeks, five games. Uh, now he's uh, starting to get his legs back underneath him. I, I You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that he's going to be an eight to ten target guy, uh, you know, a volume kind of producer, uh, you know, but he, he's – if he's going to start getting regular shots downfield, if he could just maybe see six targets a game and uh, a couple deep balls a game from Aaron Rodgers, and uh, maybe he has a chance to, to have some big games down the stretch. But uh, anybody that's used MVS at any point over the last couple of years or used him in DFS, or you, you know he's an all-or-nothing guy. You, you know He's either going to score you that 65-yard touchdown or you know he's going to have one catch for nine yards. So, uh, you know, he's... 
he's a, a probably more of a deeper ad for you know in, in like fourteen team leagues or whatever. But uh, yeah, th- this this is honestly one of the worst wide receiver waiver wires I've seen in a long time. I mean, yeah, usually, I mean, usually you can find a couple guys uh, to to help you out, but it, it, not really here. Maybe maybe Jamison Crowder a little deeper here if Joe Flacco continues to start. Uh, but as soon as uh, Zach Wilson gets back into the lineup, I probably wouldn't want to play Jameson Crowder either. I mean, uh, uh, we're, we're, we're talking super deep. Westbrook Aquina with mm-hmm. A.J. Brown banged up, uh, had 100 yards. But, of course, I mean, Westbrook Aquina's pulled this on us as well in the past. And, you know, now, well, they're without Marcus Johnson, too. So maybe him. Yeah, um, they got the Patriots this week. So, you know, good luck uh, oh, you know, going against luck. their secondary. So. Uh, uh, you know, Cedric Wilson uh, is an interesting one. I know he – I think he picked up a shoulder injury, though. So, he's a guy to watch. Uh, I think he was limited to practice on Monday. So, he's a guy to watch, but uh, – you know, And that's a one-week guy, anyway. Yeah, that, this, we're talking strictly, you know, uh, plug-and-play here. Uh, need a wide receiver three. Maybe he can catch you, you know, four passes for 45 yards and maybe score a touchdown. Uh, no C.D. Lamb, probably, with a concussion. And we know Amari Cooper's out with a, a COVID already. So, a pretty thin uh, receiving core in Dallas right now. Uh, you want a super deep tight end, Tom? Well, uh, Adam Troutman just oh, brutal. Uh, messed up his MCL and he was coming on. Like, he was... The, they're going to have to activate Jawan Johnson. And I don't know how long they're going to stick with Trevor Simeon. Um, but Simeon's really been targeting the tight end there. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good pull there. Uh, Troutman, it, it stunk. He kind of... Yeah, you know, he was a guy that I was targeting a lot in the in best ball drafts this summer. Uh, real deep, and you know, it came out that yeah, you know, he was kind of a part time player for much of the year, and he started to really come into his own here the last couple of weeks. We had seen at least six targets, and I, I think four straight games, and uh, was really starting to break out here over the last couple of weeks. But now they're down to you know, you know, Nick Vanette is probably going to be you know seeing some time next to Jawan Johnson, but uh, in obvious passing situations, I think Jawan Johnson's going to yeah. get a, a little bit of a boost here. Uh, maybe this, you know, we're talking receivers here. Maybe that helps out uh, Marquez Callaway and Traquan Smith a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, just the, the targets have to be redistributed somewhere, but uh, you know, for most fantasy fans, they're just like, Hey, can we get uh, Alvin Kamara back in the lineup and give them to him? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, I'm just begging and, they just re-signed Latter-day Slash to another contract <laughs> extension. So you have to imagine they're probably going to make that change at some point. All right, I hope so. But uh, for, for now, you know, and, you know, Simeon's actually been pretty decent for this passing game. You know, there there has been some life for, for these receivers that, that wasn't there earlier this year. But uh, a lot of that has been garbage time hated. Uh, anybody that's watched these Saints games closely. Uh, could be another situation where we get some of that this week uh, against the Bills on Thanksgiving night. Tom, um, I'm done talking about this waiver yeah, wire, me too. quite honestly. Uh, yeah, but, it's exhausting <laughs> looking at it. <laughs> have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. He's at Tom Brawley on Twitter. I'm at FG underscore Dolan. 21 Brawley 10 gets you 10% off the already uh, incredibly discounted uh, fantasypoints.com. Make sure you go there, read the entire article. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast, and I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com. Fantasy Points.